Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It is Tuesday all day and all night. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Nobody ever really gets excited about a Tuesday, but I want you to be excited about what we're going to do here in Studio 20 Tuesday. How about that? You see it, what I did? Hey, you did. Mm-hmm. see uh, what I did right there? It's supposed to be Taco Tuesday. Everybody gets excited about Taco Tuesday. I can't tell you the last time I had a taco on Tuesday. Me, me either. Puppet Master Mark, the perfectionist, is driving us into the nether regions of all things Tuesday. And, of course, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, you just shine like a beacon of hope and light. But I got to talk to you about some weird ideas you got. We're going to get into some of your weird ideas today. Why would we do that? Because they're fascinating. Thank you. You come up with the weirdest stuff, and I'm like... That's it. I'll never look at the world the same way ever again. I have a lot of free time on my hands. You, you, well, I don't know that that's true, but you do have weird pursuits. Thank you. I don't know that that's a thank you statement. Okay. <laughs> I'll still take it as a compliment. <laughs> oh, my buddy over there at the Party Foul Pub. We got uh, K-Dub, Kevin Wade's in the house. Representing. We got Andrew Rose in the house. And, of course, Hot News Natalie. Puppet master, you know what? <laughs> it's like a game show. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. <laughs> it is. They're going to be leaving with cash and prizes. Cash and prizes, everybody. A brand new refrigerator. Uh, I don't think that's a brand name. Nope. Refrigerator. Refrigerator. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Natalie's dressed up like Santa Claus. From World. Well, it is Christmas right. in August. I'm a gift giver. I gave yeah. my husband a taco this morning. Wait a minute. There it is. Oh. There it is. <laughs> Oh, Natalie, 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 Natalie. Wasn't me. It's something no. about sitting over there. It just brings the dirt right out. It does. My mom's like, you can just tell Natalie's so sweet. I am. And, and she you, is, Mom. Ma, but she girl got a she got a problem. <laughs> she got a problem. She don't mean to be that way. Oh my gosh! Um, we got to get into some things today. I, I got, I got, I got some weird ideas. Candace has got some weird ideas. Um, I want you to go. We'll argue. She started arguing. I was really don't just, debate Candice. I know. No, never debate her. I no. promise you. If she says it, she's researched it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're not ready. <laughs> no, I'm not. I figured it out real quick. Just I wasn't simply not ready. I hope everybody enjoyed our ladies' night that we did the other night with Lisa Page and Hot News Natalie and, of course, Sarah Gonzalez. I want to do that regularly, Candace. That was a lot of fun. We need... We need it sounds to, like you just said Steve needs to take a day off so I can have all <laughs> girls here. That's exactly the plan right <laughs> there. Um, I, want to, I do I want to do that, though. Fill the bar up with girls and all that, because it was a fun conversation. Uh, Lisa Page is a trip. That girl. She's a I like mess. her. She is. She makes Pistol. coffee nervous. She is a bundle of energy. She really is. Mm-hmm. K-Dub, you're getting close to retirement, bro. Yes, I am. Yeah. Another week. You ought, you ought to see that house he's building. My Lord, it's good to be. You can't hide money. <laughs> Do you, you have to fly one more time before you retire? No. So um, you're kind of really would, done. But yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's all done. We've got 1,807 guys retiring. On uh, and 
I believe all of those are on September 1st. Wow. And so there's not going to be any so final the flight, option, water, cannons, anything. Was yeah. the option for early retirement, was that because of coronavirus? and? Yeah, at the the whole industry has just taken a massive yeah. hit. Um, I mean, oh, I know. international captain, there is virtually no international flying. Yeah. And so uh, I'm, I'm excess. Yeah. Uh, now, I could step back and fly a domestic or smaller aircraft. Uh, that would push guys off the bottom. I don't want to do that. They need it more than I do. We gotta, we gotta uh, figure out a way for to be flying private. That's what we gotta do. It can happen. Dub. I gotta figure. Well, I gotta figure out how to do it cheaper than what <laughs> these people are offering me. I have these people all the time who are like, you know, I fly private. I mean, I have a little share in this deal. It's really no different than flying first class. I'm like, right. I can't find that deal. Mm. I can't find that deal. But yeah, anyway, well, maybe in K Dub's retirement, he can go buy a jet little one and flies you seen his car yeah i know that's that why way. he has money <laughs> he's been driving that thing since 78 yeah he is definitely a republican conservative he is a republican conservative hey listen 2020 has reminded yeah. us about the importance of self-reliance we've seen covid we've seen civil unrest we've seen all kind of crazy it's brought up the worst in some people and the fact is the police can't be everywhere all at once they just can't there's a response time and all those things and a lot of times, time is of the essence. That's why it's so important to be properly trained if you're a gun owner. Well, iTarget Pro is one of the best ways to dry fire train with your gun at home. Dry fire training means that you are shooting the gun without the bullet in there. But what you do have is their proprietary app and their laser bullet. It's convenient, safe. It's going to save you a ton of money on ammunition. Plus, you don't need to wear a mask to use it. Dry fire training will develop muscle memory. It'll help you with target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and a whole lot more. It's super important that you train this way. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including two, two, three, and five, five, six. Uh, so you get to stay sharp with almost any firearm you got. So right now, you can get 10% off plus free shipping with offer code CHAD. So don't let the circumstances dictate whether or not you're going to train. Take back control with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. Use offer code CHAD. Yeah, USA Today had an article that came out yesterday. It says, uh, how can Trump ignore climate crisis with twin hurricane season storms barreling towards us? So there you have it. Those twin hurricanes that are both coming up through the Gulf, Trump's fault. Yeah. There's there, Trump, there's hmm. nothing out there that's not Trump's fault. Yeah, climate change is wreaking havoc on people's lives right now. This month alone, not a section of the country has been spared a devastating event. Um, so, I mean, that is weird that there's two hurricanes coming, but you know, it's hur- hurricanes come. Everything's weird this, yeah. this yeah, year. Exactly. Like nothing is freaking me out. There's an asteroid was- headed toward earth too. I mean, yeah, okay. but I read that the asteroid's only like six and a half feet diameter. So, I mean, so let regardless. me just, let me, let me just slap some facts on mm. everybody. In 1870, there were 10 hurricanes. 1916, there were 10 hurricanes. 1959, there were 11 hurricanes. In 1980, there were nine hurricanes. In 2017, there were 10 hurricanes. Are you seeing the pattern here? Mm-hmm. So, the magic number? I mean, basically, nothing's changed is the point. Nothing has changed. And that's just a select random. I well, mean, don't get mad at the math, people. That's the way it goes. Well, because of climate change, it's not changing. 
should be going down. <laughs> yeah. Should be having less. Yeah. Uh, this is a weird world we live on, I don't, and I don't mean the cultural world. I mean the planet we live on, uh, and it'll shake us off if it wants to. Mm-hmm. It has. It has done it, and it, it can do it again. Dozens and dozens of times in the last hundred billion years, or however. Yeah. True. I mean, those people of Pompeii—they weren't sitting around going, "You know what? I blame Donald Trump." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that volcano, that lava comes down there and just buries them. Well, you know, if Emperor Trump hadn't been in charge. <laughs> so it's just weird stuff. So so Candace has she threw a little theory at me. I've never liked the census. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't like being counted. I don't. They don't need to know how many bathrooms are in my house. The U.S. government, the federal government, doesn't need to know how many people live under my roof. Um, but that's how your community gets funding for knowing the population. And yeah, the- but yeah, but <laughs> uh, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but. Um, I just don't want them knowing my business. They're already uh, intrusive enough in our lives, right? But I've just never done it. And maybe that's my mother coming out of me. My mom's like, well, come arrest me. You know, that's, that's, the, that's my mom's attitude. <laughs> I ain't doing it. And so I've sort of had the same attitude my entire adult life. But I look at this thing and I'm like, they want to know how many people are in your house. All right. Well, now more than ever, and Candace, you could jump in at any time on this thing. Now more than ever, it's important for the federal government to know how many people are in your house, okay? So if they come and they count and you got three people that live in your house, but let's say there's two extra cars there uh, at a certain time, well, who the hell's in your house in this age of coronavirus? Mm. Uh, Who's in your house? And should you be penalized? You know, they are doing that in California where they're cutting off the water and the power and things like that if you're got too many people in your home or you're having a party and you're not social distancing they're they're cutting your power to your house interesting what you got candace so this i mean obviously holiday season is approaching so you have halloween where you take your kids from door to door to greet your neighbors and strangers Mm -hmm. which this year would be categorized as domestic terrorism because (laughs) you're bringing covid germs to houses that might not otherwise be subjected to covid germs Mm -hmm. so then you cancel halloween Mm. you go into the election season and thanksgiving and you start to see posters saying the most loving thing you can do this year is stay home for the holidays right the most loving thing you can do for your family is stay home and use the census as a way to police that yeah, so if you get together for a Christmas gathering, Thanksgiving, and you got 50 people in the family that get together, Thanksgiving, whatever, now they know how many people are supposed to be in your house. They can come around and they can monitor. They know. Yeah, but as, I, that's why I keep a lot of automobiles. As future governor, <laughs> that's why I don't as have a future lot of governor mm-hmm. of the state of Texas. So you have four census or against it? I uh, mean, because you could hurt I bi- valuable programs. I understand it as a tool, as you brought up. But in terms of a lot of the stuff they want to know, not necessary. Not necessary. You know how many people live in my house. The government knows how many people. I file my taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know how many people live in my house. They don't no. need to know how many bathrooms I got. That's not their business. So, so in that regard, I think it's, it's just foolish. But again, that ain't a state thing. Yeah, it's a two and a thing. half baths. Two downstairs, half bath upstairs. Yeah. 
So That's right. If anybody wanted to know. I don't know who everybody would want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no doors on any of them right now. <laughs> you no, know, not right now. Until my house is being painted. It was a little awkward the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially Sorry. when you leaned out. We're like, hey, could you bring me some chicken? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little awkward. I, so I understand it as a tool, but it just the, the, the intrusive nature of it. And Candace, I think you're on to something with that. Because, let's face it, um, you know, they don't want us at the polling. They don't want us in the, in the voting booth. This, this is weird to me. And, and, and understand something, folks. Mail-in ballots are different from absentee ballots. Mm-hmm. Very different. I love what Rand Paul said the other day. He said, if, you give it, if you're going to give money to the post office, you might as well take it, put it in a pile in the front yard, and set it on fire. Well, they did just get a bunch of money. They did. Trump tried to bail out the post office with a $10 billion uh, the cares. funding thing. You want to know the problem with the post office, you got to go all the way back to 2006 and George W. Bush, and then Obama made it even worse on top of that because they were funding their mediocrity. And I've said this before. That is not a revenue stream for the government. It is a service. The Postal Service is a service, not a revenue stream. It's not a moneymaker. So for them to continue throwing money at this thing, as bad as it is, and by the way, if you've ordered shirts from us, watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. If you've done that, uh, I'll get in trouble, I know. They, um, I can take it. Here's the thing. They're routing that stuff all over the country right yeah, now. We mailed one a couple of weeks ago to Longview, Texas. It went through Pennsylvania yeah. first. We had Two one that's gone to Alaska to come back to Pennsylvania. One of them, I, I, it was some kind of international thing. People are like, hey, I just want to check on my order. Call the post office. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you trust the post office for mail-in voting, I want you to take every dime that's in your bank Ugh. account, every dime, mm. write a check. Not a chance. And send it to me. And I will send the equal amount back to you in cash. If you got $100,000, write me a check. I'll get $100,000 cash, and I'll send it back to you. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you trust it to come back to you. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you trust it to come back. Hell no. <laughs> I just gave, I sent you a check. You don't mail cash. Why? Because you can't trust the post service. We went to the yeah. post office and to try to you know find out what some of the problems were and she explained to us well because of covid they're Uh in the u.s mail uses airplanes and there's not flying as much so it makes it more difficult to route the mail and stuff so k-dub why are you not and you're retiring on top of that yeah yeah thanks for leaving us hanging dub actually we were carrying the mail um Mm -hmm. that's the the last couple of flights i've done that's what we've had mail uh they normally put the mail on commercial flights mm-hmm. there are so few that now they have specialty flights yeah and so the last couple of flights i've done that's have been carrying mail <laughs> well that's the thing i mean we've never had an issue with going to the voting booth right it's never been an issue why now why now why is this coronavirus thing is is you know you you can't like if i'm sitting at the table of a restaurant i can't get it <laughs> but if i get up to take a piss I got to put a mask on or I'm going to get it. I can't walk across the restaurant because suddenly it knows that I'm standing up now and it's going to jump on me. It will. Yeah. 
And my little bandana is supposed to protect all of that. And you're right. I, you know, Dub said it. it. It might block some spit, but I'm not walking around worrying about who's spitting. I mean, we're we're mm-hmm. replacing manners with mask. I mean, we Look. grew up, cover your mouth when you sneeze. If you Who do this, this you just clean up, throw it away. But we have replaced <laughs> manners with mask. What? Oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. I like oh, well, thank it. You, you. I wasn't even trying. Wasn't even trying. Uh, this comes natural. T-shirt on the way. Fell out of my face. It fell out of my face, and there wasn't a mask to stop it. Steve uh, is one of the few that seems to have remembered his lessons from kindergarten. I yeah. know, right? We replace manners with masks. Uh, I don't like it because you can't. You've talked about it. You're trying to sell merch or whatever at the shows, and you you don't hear that well. And people are trying to, and you read lips. I mean, it's a yeah. true thing. And so you can't hear. I don't know if somebody's smiling at me, cussing mm. me. I don't know what's going on. I, there are so many times other than I, I just nod and say yes, and I have right. no idea what they said. Right. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah. Do you have herpes? <laughs> yes. Our our bartender friend uh, there in Burleson, Kenny, he's Irish, and he came over to the the table and was talking to us Sunday at brunch. And I'm like, you got to take that mask off. I can't understand a darn word you're saying, dude, because you're not speaking English anyway. So I don't. <laughs> the Irish and the Scottish, I can. I, I can need to understand. get up there and visit That's the him. English. I can't understand. I hadn't seen him in a while, so I need to go. Up yeah, there he and... asked about you. Oh, uh, but no, that's. Um, that's that's the thing, man. Uh, they're trying to keep us out. They don't want you going to the polling place. They don't want you going to the voters booth. They don't want you to. And so Candace made up a good point. She said, she said they're basically going to the, the potential is there to ban it and just you can't go. I, I think bo- that and I'm not necessarily against that. Now, I'm not for the U.S. Postal Service taking charge of how we do our thing. But in this day and age, and I understand that computers and stuff can be hacked and stuff like that but there's too many ways that they could do it where you could vote mm. on an app now you would have to be registered yeah there have to be multi multi deal yeah that would get voter um up because we don't have enough people voting anyway there's only a small percentage of the country that well, it's votes. like i tweeted the other day i said you know breaking news megan mccain has des- decided to vote for Joe Biden, uh, and, and uh, ironically, so has John McCain. <laughs> you know, it's so that's the thing. We saw in Iowa, the app broke. Yeah, it was it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it totally screwed up that election. I mean, if somebody's sitting there, they can't even read a dimpled Chad, so to speak, back in in what was that two thousand two thousand. Yeah, um, and they're looking at dangling Chads and hanging Chads what? and dimple Chads and bubble Chads and all this kind of stuff. I, 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 Unfortunately, we're going to have to revert to China to build an app <laughs> that we can use because I mean, they got TikTok work. down. I mean, that works. Yeah, yeah. Works for everybody. Work. But we know there was Russian meddling in the last election. Yeah. We know that. And there wasn't mm-hmm. all I was going to say, there's elections. never been an election that had been some type of... We meddle in their elections. That was what I was going to say. The U.S. is involved in every country's election in one we're way or the other. We're at war with all... These are geopolitical foes. So, mm-hmm. of course, they, we, we're involved in that. But this, it is too easy to hack. It is too easy to break. It is too easy to not be able to count the whole thing. I mean, I, it just frustrates me that you can't go to a polling place, show your ID, mm-hmm. and vote. Yeah, right. I'm 100% ID there, do for Do you know voting. how many people during these primaries, do you know how many people who are independent voters, they vote independent? They couldn't vote because you had to either go in and vote Republican or Democrat. 
Mm. Uh, they didn't have the option. What you got, Dub? Same deal? Um, yeah, that that's kind of the old school show up with your ID. China's trying to hack past that. Mm. I don't know if you heard the uh, up in Chicago, the uh, immigration, somebody intercepted 20,000 fake IDs wow. shipped in from China. Fake that. driver's There's licenses. A huge, you can go online and order a fake ID, and that, I'm sure that's where it comes from. Yeah, it's, but uh, the, the, the barcodes even work on them. So, so let, me, let me tell you how bad. So I finally, and I, I've told this story before, um, I had to get a new passport. Mm-hmm. Just came in, took six months. Six months Did for my passport. Did you get passport. that done at the post office? Dude, <laughs> I paid FedEx for a rush, jo- for an, um, a rush job because I knew oh, the way it was going to be. So I paid FedEx extra for their service to do that. It took six months for my passport to come back to me. Now, get this. Get this. Well, let me count the months. March, April, May, June, July, August. Six months. And uh, my last passport had me as a female. Yes. (laughs) It also had me as being born in New Mexico. God forbid. Mm -hmm. Uh, God bless you, but no. Um, And that's the deal. But they never stopped us going They never anywhere. stopped me anywhere. And I travel as much as I do internationally, everything. I've never, they've, I mean, they've never said, ma'am. Ma'am? <laughs> uh, you know? These you, days, though, I mean, how you, identify. You're a, you, <laughs> you can yeah, just this, These fit. days you get to do that. But, but I mean, that's the federal government for you. I was born in New Jersey. I'm obviously a virile man. Uh, <laughs> I am a man. But uh, it's man. The, but that's the crazy thing that's out there. You trust the government for stuff like that? That's what you're going to get. We'll be right back. Mm. So I don't want to go. You're retiring, so we can talk about it, can't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah. So, because you've you've kind of kept uh, your career stuff as a as a you work for a company, a major company. Yeah, we we can say the name. It's not yeah. a problem. I'm yeah. I'm on the way out. So, so it's Delta. Yeah, Delta. Mm-hmm. You've been an international captain, Delta. Mm-hmm. Um, did was did y'all have to go through a lot of different training and stuff like that with this coronavirus? Was there a lot? I mean, did you have to do seminars, webinars, any uh, of this? There's stuff? a lot of webinars. They're doing that almost uh, every week. There's another webinar. I'm I'm getting corporate emails, updates almost daily yeah. on uh, what we're doing and how we're dealing with it. Yeah. Um. The the company is providing free testing both for the active culture and uh, the the antibody test uh at multiple locations and it's just a matter of going in and okay uh i'm gonna go ahead and get tested just in case and so yeah all that's going on it's it's kind of a big thing uh, yeah. is it did is it do you feel like it changed the culture of the airline employees as far as their attitude towards flyers travelers to with some the extent mass- you know yeah. with all these different things and the mandates and the guidelines yeah to some extent yes um uh they're got the rules now that uh, the pilots have to wear the mask it's all employees anyway uh moving through the airport interacting with customers on the airplane now when we close the cockpit door it becomes our option our yeah. choice there but uh yeah anytime interacting with passengers or in, or in view in the public in uniform we're required to wear that mask right mm-hmm. 
And I've seen that. I mean, you know, we we travel obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Being Liberty Township this weekend, come see us. Yeah, yeah come on. Um, but the other day I flew United, which I rarely do. Uh, nothing against United, but the flight attendant she she said we could do this the hard way or we could do this the easy way because I had taken my mask down to talk to her, mm-hmm. and she wasn't happy about that. But I mean, that's just a natural thing to get that out of my way. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't even realizing that I was doing it. And it wasn't a mask. It was like a scarf bandana type thing. And I just pulled it down. So I was, she was pissed when we were going onto the plane Yeah, because she said something to you about the lady at the ticket thing was said something to you about putting your mask up. Okay. Well, I'm behind you. So I thought she said she needed to see your face. So I walked up to her and pulled my <laughs> mask down and she said, no, put your mask up. I, I like, thought that's what she was saying too. That's why mm-hmm. I pulled my mask down. Cause I was like, why do you need to see my face to get, this isn't TSA. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I was confused and I pulled, I was wearing it again, the bandana and I just kind of pulled it down and I was like, you don't need to see my face. And so I put it back up and then you did the same yeah. thing. It's like, oops. <laughs> The yeah, they freak is, out though. They're like, and they. I what I've noticed is they they have kind of they're aggressive with the mask. The religion the, of safetyism. Yeah. Safetyism, mm-hmm. safetyism, safetyism. They worship it, everybody. Now I'm not talking about flight attendants. Everybody worships safety these it, it, days. It's almost kind of like that, you know, kid in school that gets to be the hall monitor. All of a sudden, <laughs> I've got the power. power. <laughs> well, that's what's going on with these mayors and governors. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, but. The, it, it's funny. I mean, you remember when we were growing up, man? You, you ride in that Pontiac, man, with a metal dashboard, and <laughs> Heck yeah. you'd sit on the buddy seat in the middle and <laughs> lay up in the windshield I, in the back. I think until I was about four or five, I still stood up in the front seat, yeah. right behind my mom or dad's shoulder, right here. You'd stand up in the middle of the seat, yeah. and just stand there, and ride mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah, I mean, you crashed. You went through the windshield. <laughs> yeah. You died. That was it. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Yeah. You know what? They can have more babies. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the deal. They ride the same way. There were no car seats when we were growing up. <laughs> Cut uh, seat belts out of the car. Yeah. Like, like, they I wanna, away. You know, you got that little thing. You, you used to be able to hit the button a few different times and make the dinging turn off on your seatbelt mm-hmm. alarm. Uh, and the whole thing. I mean, it's just insanity. Uh, and yes, I know we've had safety advances and stuff like that, but give me a break, man. I mean, at this point in time, the cars have so many airbags in them. If you, you, you it's just, poof, you're just going to be like a stay puffed in there. Just, yeah. it, it comes out from the sides and the back of your head and the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, somebody rear ended us on the interstate, uh, in the, in the Mercedes and good god man stuff started coming from everywhere it's like you know and then some voice came on the line are you all right i'm like huh? i've been drinking no i'm great I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> i've been boozing it up uh, but no seriously we worship safety now that's the whole thing i mean forget the mortal fear that can come from flying in a pressurized metal tube uh at thirty-five thousand feet in the sky Mm-hmm. Uh, which doesn't really exist, flight. Yeah. But imagine. And but what we're worried about is the germs in the recirculated air mm-hmm. in that inset pressurized. Tube. But you see, now we get a review before the flight takes off that lets us know that it goes through a HEPA filter oh. and all this kind of stuff. So you got a HEPA it, or whatever it's called. Is it's it HEPA, HEPA or HIPAA? I was going to say no, HIPAA, HIPAA is something else. Okay, but. Uh, they, they, now we're getting all these lists, and that's designed for one thing, not for your safety, but yeah. to make how you feel. Yeah. And so that's if you right. It's feel, all about how you feel. Well, I tell you what, I don't feel good with a mask on my face. I don't either. When Mm-mm. I'm in a tube. 
I would or okay. anywhere. I would feel a whole lot better without one. Yeah. If Biden becomes president, you guys, everything's going to be saved. He's well, going he's to gonna cure mandate corona. It. Well, yeah, and that's how he's going to cure corona. And then Cardi Free is going to be the leader of the World Health Organization, and yeah. she's going to make everything free, free health care. So if you get it, you're good. Everything's, like, you know, everything's going to be free, and everything, everybody's going to be healed. So, so you make a very good point, because you want to talk about free health care and Medicare for all and things like that. Well, this coronavirus thing, the further you push this and you're like, oh, well, people, they need their health care. Mm-hmm. It, it just exacerbates the whole debate. No question. With this whole thing. But if they're going to mm-hmm. make it free, it should be free for everybody, not just. Well, here's the problem. I don't know where they get the money. <laughs> Doctors I, don't need to get paid. That's what they're, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I mean, but that's the whole thing is it ain't free. I nope. know. But that's why I say everybody, uh, you know, if, if you don't make $125,000 a year. It, then you know it's going to be free. Why didn't Cardi so, B financing? Yeah, some people. Well, I mean, I don't think she heard that part nope. whenever Joe Biden told her. Nope. No, she, she wasn't paying attention because what he said was, she said, "I want it healthcare for free. My fans want it for free." And he goes, "Well, if you make more than one hundred twenty, less than one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, well, Cardi B makes far more than one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars mm-hmm. a year. <laughs> so it ain't free for you, Cardi B." You still have to pay for it. Unless and socialism kicks in. that's exactly what Joe said to her. But socialism kicks in. Nobody's making $125,000 yeah. anymore. Yeah, we're all eating out of the garbage <laughs> that's trucks. That's right. We're all, everything's free. Oh, man. So, but, that, that, but see, that's but, the thing. We, we've lost any idea of critical thinking anymore. That's right. I, I'd rather go up to South Lake and eat out of their garbage, though, because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a little bit better garbage in South Lake than Johnson County. It is a finer <laughs> level of garbage. Yeah. It really is. No, it is stank. up in the slake. It's a. It is a new class of garbage up yeah. there. It really is. I'm about to move into South. I'm going to move up to South Lake, man. I need to take on airs like you. Listen, Slake's got its own problems as well. I can promise you. I, that. Well, I know cartel killed that dude right there in the city square a couple years ago. <laughs> he shot in. That lawyer. They smoked mm. him right there in his car. Yeah. In the Slake, right? Cartel, mm-hmm. long arm of the cartel, baby. That's Justice. also where uh, Bonnie and Clyde killed the two officers. Bonnie and Clyde have been everywhere, right? Like they, they, that's every true. little town you go to, Bonnie and Clyde shot that building. That's true. Yep, <laughs> they, they killed the two police officers. It was then Southlake was actually Grapevine. It was great. You think there was a copycat Bonnie and Clyde? Man, I ain't got time for you. I am not got time. Did they really do it all? Candace will tell you. Candace will be researching that crap laying in the bed tonight. Yeah. She'll be reading up on it. There might have been another couple out there doing some bank robbers. Just let them get the rap for it. Yeah. Safety is a man. See, I worry more about somebody coming in in a store while I'm in there, you know, getting my milk (laughs) than I do coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But notice something, and I'm just going to leave y'all with this before we go to break. There's been no mass shootings. Nothing. There's been no mass shootings at all, at least in the news, during all of this coronavirus stuff. And you, you start to look at these things, and you start to connect the dots, and it's very, very weird. Well, there's no big gatherings. Their schools are closed. There's no place to have a mass shooting. But there are places, and you know that. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, good God, Home Depot ain't shut down. I know. <laughs> I promise you, man, they're packed. Hey, mm-hmm. And our Home Depot down here, everybody in there's 
packing a gun too so that's not an ideal <laughs> place true. to go shoot up so typically no but you would think i i just it's it's it, you know now, God chicago forbid, has mass God shootings forbid. every weekend yeah, that's 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 cousins though. That's yeah. that's different. That's a whole different thing going on up there, man. <laughs> that's cousins. Mm-hmm. Somebody said something about yeah. I, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever is it true that there's never been a plane a crash that was caused by turbulence? I'm not entirely certain about that. But um, turbulence is a fairly in an airplane. I mean, that's a fairly common. Yeah, thing. Uh, if you fly through the wrong spot, you can you can hit it. A lot of it we can see coming. I mean, the turbulence is always associated with with something, whether it's the edge of the jet stream or a thunderstorm or something like that. Uh, you can usually identify areas where it's going to be or you can expect it uh they actually have apps now that i have on my work ipad that will tell me where turbulence is no project it and we can make some moves to avoid it can i get that um or do you have to have a uh, I, th- I think it's a paid app it's on it, it works on an ipad interesting yeah I was supposed to but, text and drive, but text and fly. Roll with yeah. it. But there you go. <laughs> yeah. And I've had, you know, I've been on some pretty rough flights mm-hmm. in my time. Um, sometimes the roughest was going over the Sahara Desert in, in Africa for some mm-hmm. reason. I just some, you know, flying down to Nigeria or, or uh, Cote d'Ivoire or something coming from Paris or London. Really bad. And you feel like you drop like 500 feet in some cases, but you don't. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it, at least that's what I've read. It just feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, so I mean, it's a reasonably manageable thing. Cause I know yeah. that's a, like the number one fear of people is, is when the turbulence hits. They're like, oh God, here we go. I just tell them Disney charges extra for the bumpier rides. Yeah. Sean, Delta, the bumps are free. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Free? <laughs> like, like free. sitting in a, it's so bumpy, it's like sitting in a bathtub lined with sandpaper. It's just, oh, yeah, it's rough. It's a bit rough, yeah. But that's, so what are the chances of, I'm, I'm, fat, I'm, I'm always been fascinated by certain, some of this mm-hmm. stuff. It's a great book out there. It's called Cockpit Confidential. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what are the chances of, of, honestly, planes colliding in air? Mm. I mean, you know they're coming, right? Um, the radar's there. Yeah. Uh, it used to be we always had the, you know, it was, it was kind of like in the wartime uh, fighter pilots. Uh, we used to say big sky, little bullet. Uh, yeah. That is, they're shooting a bullet up there. Chances of running into that or getting hit by it, pretty dead small. Um, with the increases in accuracy of navigation, it has actually made pilots a little more wary of things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, flying across the Atlantic, the, uh, the, we'll call it the highway in the sky if you want, uh, it's, it's, it's four miles wide. Uh, it varies with what part of the world you're in, four to five miles wide. And so people would be in different parts of that. And uh, it was, as long as you were within that, you were considered accurate navigation. Nowadays, with all the aircraft having GPS, and, and by the way, I was talking, that was just in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, with GPS now, the aircraft line up, and you can actually, at night, you can see the taillights out ahead of you, up maybe 20, 30 miles, and it's like, there's the one, there's that one, there's that one, and yeah. they all line up almost exactly, which has made guys a lot more wary, because uh, now, if you're on the correct altitude, because you're deconflicting by altitude, 
And so as long as you're not on the same altitude, you're fine. But now, you know, it used to be if you were on same altitude, well, you still might miss each other because of just that four-mile-wide path you're in. Now everybody's on the Here's dead hoping. center. <laughs> and so we're really paying a lot more attention to that. So but, that and that was my question is how often are they flying at the same altitude? And it that, sounds like it's it, it has never happened in my experience. Yeah. Um it's we're we're pretty serious about that and pay a lot of attention. Now also we have uh, uh systems that actually detect aircraft within 40 miles mm. and it will tell us if we're on a on a conflicting Path and actually, it's it's really amazing. Um, it's called a TCAS, Terminal Collision Avoidance System. The two aircraft will talk to each other, deconflict, and if there's a conflict, it'll tell one to go down and the other one to go up. It'll it'll give you opposite uh, yeah. instructions to avoid each other. That's like uh, the old joke. Um, oh gosh, what's his name? Um, oh, but he was so funny. He said. His his comedy bit. He was talking about. He said, "You know, you you're cleared for landing westbound on runway four, and then the other plane said we're requesting. You know, oh, you're cleared for landing uh, eastbound on runway four, and he comes in and says, um, Did you just tell him that he can land eastbound, and you told me that you know that I can land westbound, and we're both on runway four? He's like, Yeah, y'all be careful now." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know how, how often do you actually look out the windshield when you're flying? Quite a bit. Quite okay. a bit. Um, the radar won't always show you uh, uh, weather, thunderstorms, things like that. Uh, you see them by looking out. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's been plenty of cases of like planes being struck by lightning, and that yeah. being catastrophic. I've been uh, struck by lightning twice. Okay. In my career, and it's never been a big deal. Yeah. Um, it does Scare tend to do some little. Pinhole damage now on my the outside co-pilot. of the plane. <laughs> yeah. God rest yeah. his soul. <laughs> it wasn't the lightning. Uh, he shit himself to death. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he had a heart attack. First he said it, then he did it. Uh, <laughs> but no, that's uh, that's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and you you take a situation like what happened in Lexington, Kentucky, years ago, where that mm-hmm. pilot was on the wrong runway. Yes. Uh-huh. And he ran off the end of the thing yeah. and killed everybody on board. I mean, that's just pure pilot error, right? He yeah, were, he was or just was that up. was that uh, the um, the tower? No, no, that was that was pilot error. Was pilot uh, error. He thought he was on. I think it was like an eight thousand foot runway. He was actually on like a four thousand foot runway. He did not have the room to make the takeoff. I mean, I've, that's happened mm-hmm. on the interstate. I thought I was on <laughs> one. And, I, mean, I, I knew I, I, I had it. room to get in front of that <laughs> yeah, truck. Man. Yeah, uh, taxiways can be confusing. Uh, people have made that type of mistake. They they, they really work hard on avoiding that. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. it's you know, you know that guy that cuts across five lanes to get to the exit yeah. that he almost missed. Yeah, he could have just missed it. That pilot well, I had was... a flight attendant last year who was telling me, you know, she was we were sitting there on the tarmac. She's like, "Got to stay buckled." I was sitting in first class. I was right there in the front row. And she was telling me about they were on a plane, but something happened. The wind hit it. Or, oh, no, one of the trucks hit it. And oh. it tipped it over on its side oh. on, the, on the wing like that. Seatbelt would help right then. I yeah. guess. Can you, can you put the people to sleep? For, is that, or is that an no. urban legend? No, I'm serious. No, I've heard that they can lower the pressure in the cabin. Stop I just, talking. They're... I'm serious. <laughs> we know. Sleeping game. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I you could lower it and then make everybody go to sleep. Um. The the, auto, the oxygen system is automatic, and it 
goes off of the altitude of the cabin. Yeah. And so those masks would drop. We couldn't stop that. Uh, and yeah. people would pull that down. And, uh, there was, I, I know what she's talking about. Yeah. It was called the ghost flight or something. Something like that. that. And the, they ended up crashing in a mountain. But they believed <laughs> that everybody passed out and went to well, sleep. Well, that's what happened with Payne Stewart on the private jet. Yes. Whenever, mm -hmm. I mean, they, they lost pressure yep. in the thing. And everybody it knocked everybody out. out. Mm -hmm. Subsequently killed them. Exactly, because I think they just kept flying until it ran they out of gas. They just kept flying until it ran out of fuel. That might be the way to go if you're going to crash. Just put everybody to yeah. sleep. <laughs> it is a very peaceful way to go, and, and you don't realize it's happening. You get hypoxic. It's low yeah. oxygen in the brain. Uh, when you're going to be a pilot, they train you to look for the symptoms, to see that coming on, because it's very, very subtle. Most people wouldn't realize it. Yeah. And what it is is you're still awake, but you're not fully attentive. You, yeah. you kind of join Joe. Uh, yeah, like, you're just like, not there. Like, <laughs> it's, wow. it's like a Monday morning before you've had coffee. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. not oh, You join Joe. Wow. Yeah, you, you just you start drifting, and you're not paying attention to things you start paying. You should be paying attention to. If there's a warning, you you see it, but you don't. It doesn't register. Mm -hmm. That's the beginning of hypoxia. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the retirement. Thank wow. you. Yeah, Thank man. you very much. I, I always love it whenever I'm on Twitter and uh, somebody starts to be a smart ass to me, and here comes K-Dub on there, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> y'all going to get you some here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, oh, boy, oh, boy, there's a MIT grad. Mm -hmm. Knows a thing or two. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, so I always, always appreciate the support I get from Kevin Wade online because he don't mess around. Y'all hang tight. We will be right back. We are going to be in Liberty Township, Ohio, uh, this weekend. So come check us out there Friday and Saturday night. That's the funny bone. Funny bone. Funny bone. Uh, I, I always hesitate when I say it because I second guess whether it's an mm. improv or a comedy zone or a funny bone or whatever because they're all competitors. But funny bone. It's a nice place, too. It's a nice. Uh, I got in trouble last time because this lady, she said, I brought my family and all you did was tell penis jokes. <laughs> like, well, listen, if it were just left to me, we would do that. <laughs> but I've never just done that. Uh, no, I mean, you did colonoscopy jokes. jokes. You've done anything bodily function kind bodily of Bodily functions yeah. are funny. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. Like, and the older you get, the funnier they get. Yeah. So because they're uncontrollable. Andrew gave, me a, Andrew gave me a joke about spraining your thumb, wiping your butt. <laughs> and that's a i said it last night on stage it worked out pretty good yeah. there were a couple of things that i was tried out last night that were somewhat crude they weren't vulgar but they how were could crude. people not expect that from you that doesn't you know you when you dude. said people say you're better than that you're like no i'm not no i that's the, that's the funniest thing is people are like you're better than that and i'm like I, I wish <laughs> that I was, but you're, I'm really not. Your perception of me is better than yeah, that. Yeah, your, your <laughs> perception yeah, of yeah. me is way better than I really am. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have a lot of filter, and I'm silly, right? I, yeah. I, get, I can get silly, and I don't necessarily like that about myself, but it is a reality. Mm -hmm. um, but it helps me It helps me in my career. But you it's do that on and off the stage, I so it's, yeah. sometimes it's annoying, but... No, yeah, I deal with it. it's why it's why you have so many fans as mm -hmm. evidence what we saw this past weekend. 
just well, everybody, everybody that showed great. up they're so gracious and they come out and they they support and it's a fun thing mm-hmm. we're going to do that then we're going to be in new Braunfels. we got shows coming up in omaha nebraska kansas city we've got uh tennessee we, we've got a ton of different shows that are coming up and we're just having fun with them and you're going to see andrew out on the road with us from time to time uh doing some opening stuff and uh, always appreciate his funny and i always love it when he gives me certain like talking about the penis joke you know i've got the thing about the nurse saying on the on the on the vasectomy we're gonna have to tape it to your stomach and he said not unless you remove it first <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny that's a good one that's a good one so i gotta remember that but anyway mm-hmm. thank you guys for tuning in go to watchchad.com is where the fun stuff is blaze tv.com subscribe we love you god bless you we'll talk to you tomorrow night bye